All right, so we're a few hours removed from uh, going to see a movie, and uh, it was water-themed. At any point during this movie, did you guys uh, have the urge to go swimming? I had the urge to go pee. (laughs) I'm like, why would I want to go swimming? No, this made me want to not go in the water. Well, I mean, sometimes, you know, when you see a movie that's just all water. They weren't even in the surface. They were down, like, six miles below sea level. Sure. But, I mean, hey, sometimes... I don't ever... I I don't ever swim down there. Sometimes you you wouldn't be able to. It's not like they had a nice beach scene with, like, you know, people drinking Bud Lights under umbrellas with Johnny Bob. Yeah. is it Johnny Bahama? What's the uh, Tommy Bahama? Tommy oh my Bahama. gosh! I even have we have two of those chairs. Yeah, Tommy you Bahama. You speak a little louder too. You're kind of low. Okay. Just, just thought. Thanks. Well, I mean, it's uh, fucking freezing cold today. So that was the reason I asked. Like sometimes it's nice to think about summertime and this warmer movie did not make weather. Me think about summertime no, no, no. Yeah, um, not going in the water. No, but uh, you know what does make me think of summertime is uh, getting my fucking windows cleaned. Yeah. By a bunch of good looking. Strapping lads from Shine Through Window Cleaning. You guys ever heard of this company before? No, no, I've never, never heard of them. I mean, they're back for the fifth episode in a row. It's almost like we maybe I just have a. I know what what a loyal sponsor. I mean, it's almost as if we have one of the owners of the business uh, on the podcast. Someone should them from this this role. I think. (laughs) Yeah. So, if you haven't figured it out yet, today's episode of America's Hometown Horror is brought to you by Shine Through Window Cleaning. Uh, Shine Through Window Cleaning is a family-owned and operated company, proudly serving Plymouth and the surrounding area. Shine Through treats your home or business like they would treat their own, and they believe in building their reputation on every job that they do. Get in touch with Shine Through today to discuss your window cleaning, gutter cleaning, and power washing needs at 781-812-9189. That's... 781-812-9189. Sorry, I'm just distracted. For some reason, on this can of Stellwagen, there's a picture of vanilla ice, and I couldn't figure that out. Nice. Oh, that's weird. I didn't even what notice does he have that. To do with it's blueberries. on the label. Blueberry oh. smoothie machine. It's one of my Yeah, one of us is drinking. Uh, beers right now. Cats so. drinking blueberry smoothie machine from Stellwagen in Marshfield. And, yeah, there's a picture of vanilla ice in the label. Yeah, I, don't, I mean, there's vanilla in it, so maybe, maybe that's, that's the reason. So the head, the head brewer at uh, Stellwagen actually follows our Instagram account, so maybe he can comment on it for us if you're yeah, listening. Yeah, let us know. What's up, Brian? Uh, so yeah, Shine Through uh, Shine Through Window Cleaning. That's Shine Through, T-H-R-U, Inc. Dot net. That's Shine, T-H-R-U, Window Cleaning. Shine Through, through Window Cleaning. <laughs> What's up, everybody, and welcome into another episode of America's Hometown Horror. My name is Mike, and I am joined by my co-hosts, Andy Boy and Cat. What's up, guys? How's it going? It's going good. It's going great. Happy Shatterday. It's snowing out. Shattered day. So exciting. Snow. Very nice. Very nice snow going on right right, uh, outside right now. Yes. Yeah. Cool. Not much coming, but depending on where you live. Could be more. A couple inches. Hey, so we're here recording today uh, talking about a movie that we saw a couple hours ago. 
uh, our second movie uh, that has been released in 2020, and that would be Underwater. So we're going to get into some spoiler-free discussion along with some uh, spoiler discussion as well. Uh, But before we do that, just wanted to run through a couple of different uh, horror movies and items that we've come across over the last week since we recorded. Uh, Anybody have anything that they've seen recently that they want to talk about? Uh, Well, because we were going to be watching and doing a podcast on Underwater, I decided I might get in the theme of things, so I watched Leviathan. Mm -hmm. It's like an 80s um, Cult classic in the late 80s. Yeah, underwater type of movie. you know, in the vein of Aliens mm-hmm. and every other movie that's done underwater, they're drilling for something, something goes wrong, and then a scary monster comes out. <clears throat> this that's... one was a very good, I, I like this movie, I thought it was cool. I mean, it sounds it's in like the 80s, so the, so like the, the um, it's different, but it's similar. I mean, it's a monster feature. Um, it's a good movie, solid. I enjoyed it. I like those, those are more my favorite type of movies because they're so... Almost corny and cheesy, but they're so good at the same time. So, do you feel this adequately prepped you to see underwater to get you in the aquatic horror mood? It, I mean, it did. Yeah, I would say so. I, I mean, I like Leviathan better, but we'll get into that later. Okay, it's just my style. But. Cool, Cat. Anything you watched this week since we uh, last recorded? No, nothing. Nope. I know I got a well, couple we're of horror. <laughs> Does the Aaron Hernandez uh, documentary count as... Well, uh, we kind of watched can. a little of that last night, but not a lot. Um, I'm watching Outlander, and that's pretty fucking horrifying at some points, yeah. which I didn't really realize was going to so be I've, like... I've kind of come in and out when you've been watching that, and there's some really <laughs> fucked up shit on that show. I'm yeah, actually kind of surprised. Yeah. Especially because I know your mom was watching yeah, it at one point. I know! I'm watching this, and I'm like, my mom Jesus thinks Christ, this show is Maureen. awesome. I'm like, oh my god, this is so dark. I was like, uh, lots she'd of, be fine with A Handmaid's Tale. Lo- I thought she thought it was graphic. Lots of rape oh, it's and awful. sexual it's assault gross. and it's, just yeah, grossness. Jeez, yeah, I didn't Christ. realize it Sounds was like going to be Stephen like King that. Book. Yeah. I mean, so, okay, so, yeah, so you, you talked about it, but we're from New England. Uh, the Aaron Hernandez story hit our uh, hometown football team pretty hard, and fuck him, obviously. But they just dropped a new Netflix documentary series, a limited series about it. Andrew, you've seen the whole thing, right? Yeah, I watched you all did? of it. You did? Yeah, it was only like an hour episode. What do you think uh. of it? Just quick. It was good. It was enlightening. A lot of stuff that you maybe you remembered, but you didn't know. Um, gets a lot into CTE and stuff like that. So, mm-hmm. not saying that Aaron Hernandez didn't murder people. I mean, he did. But I, I want to talk about this of, in the next episode. No, no, but you kind of feel you, you kind of feel for the guy. Like it's not. Yeah, he murdered somebody and maybe a couple other people. I, thought, I was like somebody <laughs> and a couple no, other he, people. He didn't get convicted of those other two murders. Okay. Aaron Hernandez is a piece of shit. And I'm sure that this probably makes him look a little bit sympathetic. I'm sure he probably had a troubled upbringing, but not everybody that has a troubled upbringing kills people. Well, no, it was more his brain Uh, was so damaged from football. Okay, sure. The CTE thing, that's definitely real. He was also a homosexual, so he was living with that, not being able to disclose that, which I guess can be tough if that's... I mean, I can't imagine what that's like. Yeah. So, I mean, not I I, I like to think the better of people. Nobody's just... I mean, there are people that are just... Lunatics and just kill people for joy, but of course. I don't think that was the case for him. Sure. All right. Um, a sympathizer, I guess. He also was a nasty tight end, so. Well, kind of, <laughs> yeah. What? So, so I have a couple of things that I wanted to... Wait, what are you pointing at me for? I just didn't know if you had anything else. I know you brought up the Hernandez that is kind of... Well, we just watched it scary. for a little bit, but not like... I brought that up? Yeah, you did. I brought it up. No, you did. 
I don't think I No, did. I did. I, I, brought that, I brought that up as being a horror theme kind of thing. I was like, uh, somebody, no. somebody brought it up. We can go to the tapes and it'll show. So a couple. Do you want to just yeah, hit yeah, I'm sure. And no. you can find out no, who no, no, said no, it no, first. No, no, no. We'll, we'll hear it later, I'm sure. Believe mm-hmm. me. We will hear uh, it later. A couple things yes, that I watched over the last few days. Yep, Michael. Um, what did you watch the past few days? No one asked you. I know. Nobody did ask okay, me. Okay, so I'm Michael, let you know what did you watch anyway. the past few days? We'd be very interested to hear your side of the story. First thing, if you have Amazon Prime, uh, there's an option to add on a channel called Shudder, which is uh, a horror streaming service. You can also sign up directly through an app. Shudder's awesome. has a lot of cool stuff on there. Uh, it's owned by AMC, and on there is a documentary series that came out, I think it was two years ago around halloween time it's called eli roth's history of horror we watched this uh, we dvr'd every episode of this when it came out and i started watching it again last night uh just picking through a couple of episodes and it is so good this is pretty much just eli roth and there's like eight episodes and each one has a different theme there's like a zombie themed one there's a demon themed one vampires monsters uh a couple other different ones too and it's just Eli Roth interviewing all these horror icons about classic horror movies. So, like, Stephen King's in there. George Romero has interviews in there before he passed away. Uh, I mean, pretty pretty much, if you ever... We've, we've watched a lot of the uh, Bravo's Top 100 Scary Movie Moments. Yeah, have you ever, have you ever heard YouTube. back from them? Yeah, no, I, I no. So, I've, I, so I've, I've been so. tweeting at them pretty much every day for the last month or so, <laughs> saying that they need to do a revival of... Bravo's uh, hundred scariest movie moments. Well, but when this almost kind of when did that was it like ninety nine? It came out in the mid mid nineties, mid nineties, and it's awesome. It's, it's all on YouTube. Years, it's you got a whole new decade of uh, yeah. There's and I think they did a couple century. of episodes like in the in the two thousands before two thousand ten. But this is almost kind of like the spiritual successor to that. So it's got a lot of the same people that were in it. Like John Landis is a big uh, commenter on a lot of the stuff. Uh, they interview a lot of people from like looks like I watched the, the zombie episode last night and they talk they talk about Night of the Living Dead, uh, Dawn of the Dead, Day of the Dead, so all the Romero movies. They talk about Twenty Eight Days Later. They talk about Frankenstein because technically, even though he's not a zombie, he's the undead. So, um, and I watched the monster one after that. They talk about Jaws, Alien, Gremlins, all the classics. They hit everything and it's great. And it just kind of gives you an awesome you know, kind of summary of a genre of a particular type genre. of genre of horror movie. Um, so that's all streaming on Shudder. Check that out. Um, I'm sure we'll probably revisit that later tonight when we're looking for something to watch because I oh, want yeah. you to watch it. So before you get into this, can I just tell Andrew what the genre thing was? Because yes, I go was ahead. Here yeah, for, yeah, I know what it is. I was looking at you because like, you're not supposed to do inside jokes. Well, that's what it's I was going to say. Joke, so stop. So I was, but did you see Alex Trebek's thing saying yes, genre, genre on YouTube? Yeah. You were talking about genre. Yes, we all right. are aware of what it's from. It's from that Alex Trebek's YouTube. We'll video. put a link in the... Uh, so basically, uh, somebody that was a contestant on Jeopardy put together a, like a two and a half minute supercut of every time Alex Trebek has said the word genre, and the unique way that he says it is genre. He gives it like the French pronunciation, and it's hilarious. So that that's why the genre uh, thing came up. So, so yeah, um, I, I love the DC animated <laughs> movies, especially the Batman ones. Um, I had a chance to uh, watch for free the. Um, it was a Batman one. It's called Gotham by Gaslight, which I read the graphic novel for this. So this is kind of like almost horror adjacent. It's you know in, within the genre, um, right, but it's basically it's bat it's Batman 
in Victorian times fighting against Jack the Ripper. Huh. That's pretty interesting. With a bunch of the uh, Batman villains and, like, characters in there. So it was pretty cool. Cartoon? Uh, cartoon, yeah. So mm-hmm. they DC, DC Animated usually does a great job with all that stuff. So that was a cool little thing that I checked out. Um, last one I want to talk about real quick because this kind of segues perfectly into the movie of the day. Our uh, movie du jour. Uh, which is Sweetheart streaming on Netflix. Oh, thank you. Yes. Hi, sweetheart. No, I'm a sweetheart. Yes. Oh, I thought you were talking to me. Uh, so this movie... Well, he wasn't talking to me. ...is another... <laughs> Definitely wasn't talking to you. <laughs> he would have said douchebags. <laughs> this movie is another uh, aquatic-themed creature feature, where basically a woman gets uh, shipwrecked on an island by herself, and she's trying <clears throat> to survive there, and a bunch of stuff happens, and she comes to find out that there is this monster that comes out of the ocean at night and is trying to hunt her uh it was really good it's a recent addition to netflix and i would definitely recommend checking it when out when did that really? come out i've never even heard of that it came out in 2019 it was like shopped at a bunch of film festivals huh and then it, it just dropped on netflix like interesting a couple of weeks name ago. for it how do you Sweetheart. describe the monster so well i don't want to spoil that if people haven't seen it but okay. it is, is it creature worth? of the black lagoon kind of thing Close. Octopusy? Close to that. I will say it walks on two legs, and it almost kind of has like a Creature of the Black Lagoon type feel to it. Almost. Um, but yeah, the title is definitely, when you watch the movie, you'll see, but it, it has like, you know, some kind of social commentary in there that's about as subtle as a fucking sledgehammer to the face. That kind of annoyed me a little bit, but it's, it's you know, it's short. It's about an hour and 20 minutes. It's worth your time. It's a good little good little creature movie that's on Netflix. Good little, good little, good little. Yeah, I do really say good little a lot after listening to the last episode. It's been pointed out by my co-host quite a bit. I haven't said anything. Yeah, I know. I didn't I know. even notice it. All right, so that brings us on to our topic of uh, tonight, which is Underwater. Uh, second horror movie that we've seen in 2020. We saw that fucking shit stain that was The Grudge last week, and I'm happy to put that behind us, and I can happily say... This movie is leaps and bounds better uh, than the Grudge remake was. Well, anything would be leaps and bounds better than that movie. Yeah, yeah. So we all watched this a couple hours ago, and I will ask each of you for some spoiler-free thoughts, because this is actually a movie that I would recommend people go see in theaters. So maybe we give a little bit of a spoiler-free description or what you thought of it, and then we'll jump right into spoiler territory and then come back and see us once you've seen Underwater. Andrew, I'll start with you. Um, spoiler free. Better than I thought it was going to be. Kristen Stewart didn't annoy me nearly as much as she usually does. She no, was you're still, not a fan of hers. She was still super annoying. Um, it was a good January release, because a lot of times the movies you get this time of year mm-hmm. are like The Grudge. Um, <laughs> give it a B minus, C plus. Solid movie. No complaints, really. Um, I probably will forget that I watched it in about a year. Nothing, it wasn't memorable to me, Um, but yeah, it was good. Catherine, how about you? I thought it was okay. Okay. Okay to elaborate. (laughs) (laughs) What did Um, you like? What didn't you like? Spoiler free? (sighs) Spoiler free is kind of tough. Kristen Stewart didn't really annoy me, I feel like, until this movie, because she's, throughout the whole movie, not, I mean, whatever. Spoiler free. 
Did she do a good job or a bad job? She was just annoying me the whole time. Like, she was in, she was always breathing through her mouth, not through her nose. Yeah, and, like, she, that she has this, movie, like, tooth so thing new? going on, and she's like. She, you didn't notice that she does like, that it's literally just, in every movie. I, I, no, I guess I didn't until this movie, and I was just, I was it's kind of floored by how annoying it was. Know. It was awful. Like, so Kristen I, Stewart breathing through her mouth affected she, your enjoyment of this movie? Kind of, yes. <laughs> Okay. I don't know what? if she's ever close. Well, and even even like okay, so they're in these at one point in the movie, which it's in the trailer and it's whatever. So they're in these you know like suits or whatever, and you're supposed to conserve your oxygen. She's like panting like a dog in this suit, and I'm sitting there. I'm like, you need to conserve your oxygen. You only have that one little bit that's in your back suit thing. Like, what are you? Well, I think gov- like given, oh my gosh, I'm like no, you're given you the circumstances. They were yeah, probably nervous. I was gonna say. Um, I mean, I'd be freaking. I'd be fuck breathing out too. heavy too. Yes, my mouth would but, be open in that situation. So that's why I think it was a perfect role for her because they're uh, like everybody's mouth would be open. So why don't we just pick yeah. her? Her mouth is always. But open. But you know what's really <laughs> funny? She reminds me so much. Of I love how much you hate her. <laughs> that girl from in this movie particularly. The girl from Orange is the New Black. I don't know if you guys. Yeah, I don't watch that show. Which that one was she? At all. No, she literally had very short blonde hair and glasses, and she was like, kind of. She had like a mental illness, and she was kind of nuts. But she kind of also reminded me exactly of what Kristen Stewart's character is. Because oh, so you're saying a character in Orange is the New Black looks but like she, Kristen Stewart? Yeah, like it almost plays the same type of person, except Kristen Stewart's supposed to be this brainiac, and this other person is. Like, you know, in the same sense, but she's mentally ill and she's in a jail. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, that's a different scenario. Okay. But if you saw them side by side, if you Googled, like, the girl from Orange is the New Black and Kristen Stewart in Underwater, like, they look exactly alike. It's kind of crazy. Okay. But it also really annoyed me that she was always, like, romping around in her underwear everywhere. Like, and she's just, like, it was, like, the whole time she was either in this huge-ass suit of, like, gear, or she was in her underwear, like, the entire time. Well, I think it's because they were in panic mode the entire movie, and they didn't really have a chance to, like, change outfits. So she was just wearing, she was in her underwear in that, you know, dive suit, and she wasn't, like, you know, trying to I gotta to say, I've never clothes. seen anybody brush their teeth the way she brushes her teeth. Either. Yeah, she took a long time to brush her teeth. That definitely happened. That was that a long a brushing of the teeth. No, that was the first five minutes of the movie. It doesn't yeah. involve anything. Yeah. So, okay, so we're three, we're, we're three for three here. The official position of America's Hometown Horror is that Kristen Stewart was not annoying in this movie because I thought she was actually decent. I thought she was annoying. Oh, oh I, I never said she wasn't. you said she wasn't uh, annoying. No, no, he, she said this is the first time that she's realized how annoying Kristen Stewart is. I said she's not as annoying in this movie as she okay. otherwise. <laughs> so it's a sliding scale. Well, I didn't think she was the worst part of the movie at all. No, 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 no. The was worst she was, part of the movie? No, she was fine. Listen, she's a long way removed from Twilight. I feel like she's done some pretty good movies over the last few years. Well, sure. Remember Snow White and the Huntsman? We watched that. She was in that. She was. She was. Yeah, she was Snow White. Oh, Remember really? that with her and Thor, Chris Hemsworth. Oh, yeah, you were. Can happy we rewatch to... that? Of course we can. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I didn't think she was bad in this movie. And hey, listen. This is the type of movie, like Andrew said, it's a January horror release, and, you know, if this movie was on your radar in the first place and you've heard of this movie, you're a fan of monster movies, like I am. Mm -hmm. This is a typical B-movie with an interesting premise. Uh, It definitely borrows some from some prior successful horror films, like Alien. Uh, Obviously, that's the one that it kind of rips from the most. I also thought it reminded me a lot of The Descent. 
but both of those in a good way. So yeah, I mean, if you're if if you know if you know about this movie, go see it and go see it in the theaters because it's definitely worth uh, an hour and a half of your time. And my other takeaway is, uh, if you're local and you're in the Plymouth area, go see it in the fucking Wareham movie flagship theater. Flagship, oh, yeah, flagship cinemas. So that was my first trip there today. Your first trip yep. too. And this it was fucking awesome. place was so cheap. We saw it at a matinee. It was seven dollars per person. We all got a bunch of food and we had reclining seats. It was awesome. So check that place out. Anything else? Spoiler free before we dive right in. Um. Okay. Let's spoil away. All right. So if you haven't seen Underwater yet, we're about to spoil the fucking shit out of it. So turn back now and then come listen once you've seen it. All right. So I'm going to throw out a couple of aquatic themed horror movies to you guys. Tell me if Underwater is better or worse than these movies. Okay. Leviathan. Worse. Haven't seen it. Okay. I think this is better than Leviathan. Deep Rising. Ever seen Deep Rising? I don't know if I've Treat seen it. Williams. Oh, it's got the guy from the Mummy movies with Brendan Fraser in it. It's, oh, God. Uh, I'm going to say it's better than that because Brendan Fraser's the worst. Uh, no, Brendan Fraser isn't in it, but one oh. of the guys from the Brendan Fraser Mummy movies are in it. And Brendan Fraser is not the worst. He's the best. Like He's Fraser. Dude, the Brendan Fraser Mummy is a movie. Anytime oh, no, that's it's a good on, movie. I will fucking watch it. The any, Mummy's a, a good movie, hat. but him, he and Je- <laughs> Brendan Fraser in general is like the Kristen Stewart of guys. All right, so Deep Rising like holds a... Stewart of guys. That doesn't make sense, but you know what I mean. So his mouth's always open, according to you? He's just annoying, and I hate his stupid face. <laughs> All right, so Deep Rising, I actually like that movie. I'm going to say this is about as good as Deep Rising. Uh, Jaws. Duh. No. It's not even a question. No. Nope. Uh, open Water. Ooh. Ever seen Open Water? I did a long time ago. I kind of forget it, but I feel like that was scarier this than is, this movie. This is, that was scarier than this, but this yes. is a better movie. The Abyss. Why is it? Not wait, better. wait. This Abyss is, is better. Wait, wait. That was scarier than this, but this was a better movie. Correct. Than that? Well, the, just because something's scarier doesn't mean it's better. What do you mean? Just because it's, it's a horror movie, you want to be scared. Well, this doesn't mean that's that it's one not a good movie, though. Yeah, one aspect of the movie. No. I, okay. Whatever. Right. Okay. Um, I also think The Abyss <laughs> is better. Uh, Lake Placid. Oh, this oh, is better than Lake Placid. No, I like Lake Placid. Lake Placid is in, in, in the vein of. <laughs> No, like, like that's awesome. Is good in that. What about Deep Blue Cheesy, sea? corny. Oh, that movie's oh, that terrible. Oh, I love that movie. That was actually the next one I had on my list. You I think did? This is better than Deep Blue Sea. But Deep Blue Sea, I also really enjoy. I like Deep Blue Sea, too. LL Cool J in that? Piranha. I never saw it. Have seen the original Piranha? I haven't either. So, um, I guess we'll have to see. The Shallows, which was the great white yeah, shark oh, movie with, with Blake uh, Lively. Blake Lively. Oh, I love that movie. No, that was better than this. That was better? I think. Yeah. I, never, I never saw that. I think this is better. Really? Yep. Why? I, I do, and she I'll get into that. on a rock, and... The, uh, okay, whatever. fine, whatever. I like yeah, this movie better. Right, yeah. Last one, The Meg, from last year. I kind of forget it, but I remember really liking it. <laughs> this is better than The Meg. It's better than Meg, but, the I mean... <laughs> no, The Meg was good. The Meg was good. That movie has a place with, like, Sharknado. It's got a, it's yeah. It's just, like, a over-the-top, like... 2012 that movie in like, the meg jason statham punches a shark that's yeah. all i have to say about the meg yeah. it's a good movie but you have to understand what you're getting into when you yeah. watch it all right so i i really enjoyed this movie i think i enjoyed it probably more than both of you guys did uh one of the first reasons i thought was because it wasted no time getting started at all you walk into the movie uh, Kristen Stewart takes about 20 minutes to brush her fucking teeth. That was only like five minute scene, though. 
No, I it know. Was I, was ex- oh. I, I was exaggerating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah she's, she takes a long time brushing her teeth. Uh, and then, all of a sudden, the rig that she's on, which is in the Mariana Trench, uh, seven miles below the, uh, the ocean surface... The rig fucking explodes, and she's all all of a sudden running through this rig, trying to get to a point of safety, uh, and that kind of you know kind of had me on the edge of my seat. Oh, from, it did from from right from the from the jump. Oh yeah, that's what the my favorite part about the movie was. It just got into it. Yeah, you didn't have that twenty minute scene where they're all in the cafeteria chit chatting it up, and mm-hmm. who's this person? Who's this? Per-? We know what we're there for. We know what the movie's going to be about. So you don't need to talk about what you're diving and what resources you're trying to get from the ground. We don't fucking care. Yeah. So I like how it just got into it. Well, I liked, so they kind of did some exposition on that in the on the opening credits. Yeah, they there gave some, you that. Some, they showed like some right. newspaper Which I thought headlines. was a really good way to do it. Yeah, to give some background real quick without having to do a lot of, you know, the other bullshit. Right? I mean, I, I yeah, thought so. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. So, you know, I, I thought kind of because of this, you know, what makes a movie like Alien so great is that you are invested in the characters because there's a little it's a little bit longer than this movie and this movie is clearly, clearly drawing inspiration from Alien. In that movie you get a little bit of background on all the characters. They're all, you know that was kind of the first movie where it came out, you know, in seventy eight, I think. First movie where it showed Space travel is kind of like a blue collar type of thing. They're all blue collar workers. They're engineers. They're mechanics, and they're on this, you know, grungy looking dark ship. And they definitely pulled the atmosphere from that movie. So my point being, you didn't really get a lot of character development for anyone that was in this movie because it was so short, and they kind of just got right into it. But I don't like you know, like I said. I don't think you're necessarily going to see this movie to have characters fleshed out and you know um, have all sorts of. You character did get some character right? development though. Little Throughout, bit. It took it took the whole movie to get it though. You didn't right. get it all in the first, you know, fifteen minutes, which is a more unique. Yeah. And that's how you usually learn about people just in general life. You don't learn everything about somebody in the first twenty minutes of meeting them in yeah. your regular life. It takes you years to actually know who somebody is and what they're about. Right. Right. Agreed. Um. So yeah, I, I kind of. From the beginning of the movie, I was on the edge of my seat. Uh, I get claustrophobia, so I was kind of freaking out because there were a lot of claustrophobic parts in the beginning. You know, once they're they're trying to navigate their way to, to like, you know, a, a security pod in a safe zone, they're crawling through tight spaces, which is where I got vibes from The Descent. Descent exactly. That, yeah. that movie really, like, every time I watch that and they're crawling through the caves, it, it just, it drives me bananas. What's up, Otis? Hey, buddy. Want to say hi to everyone listening? Otis is a little offended because we're eating hot dogs, mm. and he can't have any because he's not a cannibal. So yes, exactly. Um, we're not eating dog, by the way. No, no, no. no, no. I said hot dogs. Hot dogs. You not, said cannibal. Not, not he's canines. not a cannibal. Not canines. Um, and, and you know, I mentioned this. I thought Kristen Stewart was fine. It's you know, pretty, pretty much a no-name cast. There's a couple, like you know, it's her. I feel Especially like she the, didn't even say much. Like, she didn't. She didn't. And, like, and, you know, she, you know, again. She, I feel like they were trying to make her look like Ripley from Alien with the short haircut, and she's running around in her underwear a lot of the time, which is what Ripley does at the end of Alien, but, you know, she's in a suit the rest of the time, you know, so, um, I thought she was fine, Vincent Cassell, or Castle, however you say it, he's the French actor that was the captain, he was in Ocean's 12, he's kind of a character actor, he's been in a bunch of stuff. Really good in that, um... Clive Owen was in it, and Jennifer Aniston. 
Oh, this sounds like a good cast. Uh, what movie are you talking about? It was on a. She meets Clive Owen on a train, and her and Vincent Castle like. Uh, I forget what the name of the movie is. It's a really good movie. It's got a nice twist ending. It's really? Is like, it the Woman on the Train? There's a movie no, called The Woman no, on the Train no. that came out like last year, um, I think. No, it's it was not. really good. I thought he was. Um, they basically like conned Clive Owen throughout the movie. Like, yeah, she set him up. Vincent Castle robbed him. And then Clive Owen ends up going into prison, going to prison. I'm not. I'm butchering the plot of this movie, by the way. But um, sounds about right. Okay. <laughs> if I, if I just remember it's a, it's an older movie. I'm trying to find. A, I'm trying to look it up now. Um, it okay. was from like 2000 something or other. Uh, what was it? Derailed. See, I didn't have something to do with the train. Oh, I've heard of that. It's a good movie. Um, okay. Was, yeah, I have heard of that before. I just never seen it. Oh, actually, good? well, I mean, I thought it was a good movie. Apparently, Rotten Tomatoes hates that movie. Oh, okay. Twenty-one percent. Well, Rotten Tomatoes isn't the be-all, end-all because I think this was about fifty. Well, yeah, they gave it twenty-one percent. The audience gave it a fifty-eight percent. Oh, okay. Well, that's fine. So they're way off. Fuck you, Rotten Tomatoes. You guys don't know what's going on half the time anyway. Yeah. So Vincent Castle was good in this, or Cassell, however you say it. Uh, I also thought T.J. Miller was was okay as the you know the kind of like the comic relief character. He's in it. Yeah, he's his Um, typical annoying self in a movie, but yeah. And actually, so this movie was filmed back in, I think, early 2018. Oh, that long ago. And, uh, yeah, T.J. Miller has kind of since been, quote-unquote, canceled since then because he has turned out to be a fucking scumbag. He got oh. accused of uh, sexual assault, and uh, he's actually been arrested for, like, regular assault against, like, a cab driver, so oh, he's geez. kind of a shithead. But uh, he's in this. This is before he got removed from, like, Silicon Valley. But actually, you know, if you're able to separate the art from the artist, he's... You know, okay in this movie. Um, but again, you're not watching this movie for necessarily the banter back and forth between the characters. You're watching this for the sweet fucking underwater monster action. And I didn't think this movie looked cheap. I think I saw online that the budget for this movie was around $80 million. Uh, No fucking way. They spent $80 million on that movie. Yes. Wow. That's insane. Well, think about... So the whole movie takes place underwater, in the dark. They're obviously not in the Mariana Trench, but they're... they're obviously not even underwater. Yeah, of course not. But they they do (laughs) film some some scenes in water. The actors are clearly in water, and they built all those rig sets, I'm sure. Those weren't green screens. That was all rig sets. No, that was all... Uh, And I thought, you know, the monsters looked pretty cool. I thought they looked pretty good. They didn't look fake. Ugh, I don't know. I don't buy the whole monster well, thing. We'll we'll get well, to that. What do you that. mean you don't buy the I, whole monster? I, this, thing? I, so yeah, I don't know. let's let, let's I don't know talk what that about because this is this is a this is a monster movie, right? Right. So all right, let me ask you this because mm-hmm. I love monster movies. You hate monster movies, right? right? That's correct. So did you find the premise of this movie before the monsters were introduced to be scary? Very much so. Okay, I did too, and I thought the added element of the monsters was a plus. No, no, you didn't. That's fine. Hey, it's what makes us different that makes us great. Or also what makes us similar that makes um, us great. I think the monsters made it way worse. Okay. Andrew, what did you think of the monsters in this movie? I thought the movie started off strong and did less than strong. Yeah. Okay. The monsters weren't bad. They were cool monsters for the monster movie type. Mm-hmm. Had it been a different aspect, not monster related or something else, I think it would have been a little more... Interesting. Well, I and feel you could have like kept it. It was still the whole premise is scary in general, being that far under the water, and 
it was just like none of the deaths were like really like wow like, um, they just exploded the in their first, suits the whole time. The first death was a little bit Otis. The first death was a little bit jarring, mm-hmm. I guess, when he just like exploded like yeah. because of the pressure coming out of the cabin. Like yeah. that that was gross. Was gross. Yeah, that freaked um, me out a bit. That was the. F- yeah, that was kind of gross. Because that's literally what would happen if your suit right. cracked and you're that far underwater, you would just explode. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Or implode, whatever the fuck it is. Yeah. Because the pressure would just... They also in. stood up to the uh, old tried-and-true version of horror movies where the uh, black actor is the first person to die. <laughs> I yeah. thought we had gotten away from that, but I they know. were yeah. like, you know what, nope, bye, see you later. I was like, oh, well, they don't really care. They're just going to do what they want to do. I thought he was going to be one of the last guys left. I thought he was going to make it to the end. I'm not going to lie. I did, too. I did, too. <laughs> so here's my only issue with the monsters, and I, I, I will defend them because I actually thought they were cool. Uh, we'll get to the last one in a second, which was the coolest part to me. So they kind of showed a little bit too much in the trailers and the commercials for this movie, and when they finally revealed... So here's what's impressive, too. So this movie was an hour and 30, 30 minutes. Yep. You didn't really see anything until about an hour into the movie. So you really only had the monsters in about the last half hour or so. Like there was You knew they you know, were there. You knew they were there and there was, you know, obviously shit that was happening where you knew something was hunting all of the crew members, but you know, they they didn't play their hand too early, which I like. They didn't show it too much. They went with like the jaws effect where you only see little glimpses and then all of a sudden, you know, they're there. Um so yeah, I, I just I saw the trailers for this. I saw the commercials for this. I was excited for this movie. And when I finally saw like a full reveal of the monsters, I was hoping for something a little bit more crazy. And I was just, I ended up finding that it was the same thing that I saw in like, the trailer. So yeah. it wasn't anything like earth shattering and different. Now, at the end of this movie, there is a huge, huge twist, which the director of this movie has since come out and confirmed. But when we are walking out of the movie theater, Andrew, I said to you... Now, I don't know if any of you listeners are familiar with any of the work of H.P. Lovecraft. Uh, he is a very old horror author that wrote in the early 1900s. And in 1928, he came out with a story that was about Cthulhu. Cthulhu is an ancient prehistoric god uh, that apparently some people worship in his stories... And it's a gigantic sea monster that is uh, almost looks like a an octopus mixed with a dragon with human features as well. It's basically just a big guy with arms. His face has tentacles coming off it, and he has huge wings in the back. And it looks like Squidward. Well, that makes sense because exactly. that's what he looked like. And at the end of the movie, <laughs> not Squidward. Who's the guy? Squidward. From, who's no, not Squidward? From oh, uh, Zoidberg. 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 Yeah, oh, Zoidberg. Zoidberg. <laughs> yeah, very similar. So the face looks very similar to that. Yeah. So if you're not familiar with the Cthulhu mythos, they call it. Uh, Google it, and you'll probably have seen it. They're, actually, so Cthulhu's in the opening credits for Rick and Morty too. They show oh, Cthulhu. Really? Yeah. So all of a sudden, the the remaining the last remaining characters are walking into like the safe zone, and they see like a bunch of the monsters hanging out by the entrance. And when they walk up, it's revealed that they're all kind of attached to this gigantic fucking monster. And when he stands up and you get a look at it, I said, I'm like, holy shit, that looks like Cthulhu. Looks like the exact same thing. Uh, And you get a couple of really, really good looks at it towards the end of the movie in the last about 15 minutes or so. And we're walking out of the theater. I said, Jesus Christ, that looks like fucking Cthulhu. We're like, are we to assume that that was that monster? 
and we were in the car on the way home, and I Googled it, and it turns out after the fact the director said, yeah, that's who that's supposed to be, which makes this movie have a Lovecraft connection, which just made it so much more awesome because it's that's something that you're throwing out there for the fucking horror nerds. That's a pretty awesome thing for a fucking yeah, I have January no idea what you were horror about, so. movie drop. That's not just it's some... It's a cool concept in general. I don't know if it relates yeah. to Cthulhu, but like it's almost as if Cthulhu or the monster is basically like a tree, and all the other creatures and yeah. like the leaves on him, and they just kind of yep. come out and start eating. So it also people. reminded me of Cloverfield. Remember the original yes, Cloverfield very, movie very, yep. where there's the big monster that is destroying the city and there's those little like crab monsters that fall mm-hmm. off of him, almost like fleas or whatever? Yeah. And there was it's funny because there was actually speculation when this movie was uh, about to come out that it might be a hidden Cloverfield movie. Oh, that makes sense. Which it didn't end up being, but it was, but a, it, you know, was, a Lovecraft yeah. movie, which was which pretty cool. I thought that was the best part of the movie. Uh, I understand if you're not a total nerd like me that you might not understand that walking out of the theater. But I thought it was a cool little twist. But it's not a bad idea that, you know, now that you know this, you can go research it a little bit if you like to research movies before you go watch them. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It seems like what some people do. Yeah, for so sure. Go for it. So, all right, a couple quick questions like we usually answer on the, like we've done, excuse me, on the past episodes. Uh, was this movie scary, Catherine? Um, I mean, yeah, because you're put in a scary situation. You're, you know, like stationed down six miles underwater. Mm-hmm. It's already a scary situation. That's like a real life situation. And uh, yeah, I mean, monsters. <laughs> to are me, no, real things monsters, are scary. <laughs> monsters are no monsters. If your suit fails, you the die. monsters. Right, exactly. So when like that's that scary guy's in general. suit failed, that's terrifying. In, like in the past, but the monster piece, I could do without. Like, I mean. So let me ask you this: In the past, that you've said that the weather scares you, yeah, and that uh, our attic scares you. Mm-hmm. Is this movie scarier than the weather or your attic? No. <laughs> when has the weather ever scared you? This is fucking Massachusetts. We get snow and uh, maybe a thunderstorm. Well, it's funny. I think she mentioned when she was talking about it. She was talking about when we were in we were in Dallas for a trip and uh, there were tornado warnings. I that is scary. Oh, on the weather yeah. in the yeah. morning. It would I be know. Like, I lived in Georgia. You know, I'm percentage aware of, what tornadoes of tornadoes. Are. Yeah. Oh my god, terrifying. Andrew, was this movie scary at all? Scary-ish. Yes, mm-hmm. it was scary. The general premise is a scary premise. There were a couple yeah. of boos. Uh, a couple of jump scares throughout. Yeah. Um, I got some jump scares. The monsters didn't scare me? No. Rarely do I, mean, I get I mean, scared by I'm, monsters uh, why, What am I, a 12-year-old? I'm going to be scared of a monster? Yeah. I'm more scared of a shark. So. Yeah. I'm just, I, I just thought they looked cool. But for me, the scariest part of this movie was the claustrophobic elements and just the feeling of being isolated yeah. and away from everything and having nobody available to help you. And pretty much just being put in the situation where, hey, uh, our rig's destroyed. If we stay here, we're going to die. So you have to put on this suit and walk out into pitch blackness and walk a mile to safety. I thought and it was maybe pretty... you can escape at that point. That's a good monster movie. Yeah. But I... Perfect premise. Yeah, that was I like good. I liked Pitch Black, too. Um, it was kind of interesting how they, like, somehow the monster followed them from one place to another, like, over 200 meters, Well, they were miles? clearly... Be- there were, there there were, was there were so one. many of them, and they were clearly being hunted. So. The big one, though? Was he didn't not hunt the, them. Not, he not was the at one. the station small at the one spot. It was the small ones that haunted them. And you saw how many of them there were at the last part when they were walking through, and all of a sudden, she looked around, there was, that, like, ten yeah. of them around her. Um... Okay, what what was your favorite part of the movie? <sighs> favorite part of favorite the movie. Favorite part or what was the best death? Was when 
Kristen Stewart <laughs> blew herself up. <laughs> yeah. To save everybody else. Yeah. It's a good sacrifice. But mainly when she just killed herself. That was actually a good scene. I, I take that back. That was actually. a good scene. Because, obviously, so when we talked about the character development, she was the only one that got any sort of a backstory at all. Where, but you not know, even her, really a big backstory. Not even a big one, but the backstory was that her fiancé had died at some point, and, and at the end she opts to let the couple, I forget their names, go into the two escape pods. Of the th- uh, this is three escape pods, two of them are working. She puts the couple, one of one each member of the couple, into each uh, pod, and then sacrifices herself for that. I like, Which we were going to talk about. Why the fuck can't you fit two people in there? You could have. They didn't even explain uh, why. That I feel like that was a. So I also angry. liked when she punched the other female in the face to get her into the pod, and yeah. then uh, <laughs> looks like she broke her nose, and then she's talking to her she's in the like, pod, oh, I am and fine. she's fine, no blood, nothing. <laughs> just I yeah. just got blasted in the face, but that totally seemed like a uh, Jack in uh, what's her name in fucking Titanic but on the door. Rose. Like you could have yeah. clearly fit a second you person. Put another person. You have in there. no other option. Yeah, literally. Okay, well, but. I wouldn't have given up my life that easily. If she did go in the pod, they all would have died because the creature was going to come and get them. True. So there was a reason why she could That's a good point. So they showed, like, the radar. How funny was it, by the way, that the radar actually showed exactly what the creatures looked like? Little spermy things, like, going up to get them? (laughs) Yeah, that was funny. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, I I thought that was a really good scene. I also, uh, you know, when they did the Cthulhu reveal, like, the big monster, that was a cool scene. A lot of it was very disorienting. It was, I know, it was all dark, and you know they're they're moving around fast, and it's a little low light. So a lot of it was kind of tough to follow at certain points. Um, you didn't really see a lot, but I thought that was definitely those were definitely a couple of the best scenes. Uh, best death for me, uh, the first guy that exploded. Yeah, the first that guy that exploded. Cool. That, after that, it was all the same. That was yeah. about as gory as it got. And you know, this was a PG thirteen horror movie, and it, I, actually, I didn't really find that to bother me throughout most of it. I thought it was fine. If it had been an R rating, there could have been some gorier shit. Yeah. Which I wouldn't have minded, but, you know, I thought it was fine the way it was. Yeah. I, I mean, I... I, I, I mean, there's PG-13, no nudity, that type of no movie, extreme can, violence. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I used Just to Just a lot of that, Kristen Stewart running around in her underwear. Yeah. There was one fuck said, there were a few other swears, and then uh, some people it. getting yeah. eaten and blown up. Yeah, that was about it. Yeah. I liked when uh, Kristen Stewart was getting eaten... And uh, she just, like, halfway through, like, realizes she's getting eaten. She was getting sucked and, on by the yeah. monster. Like, she's inside. Like <laughs> there's a, So there's a part where the monster kind of, like, like opens his jaw like an anaconda. And, like, she, like, eats half of her and she's just in there. And he can't, like, break the suit. He or she. I don't want to assume the monster's gender. But uh, like the monster that. is is eating half of Kristen Stewart. And she ends up using a gun to, like, blow her way out of there. It's almost like in Men in Black. Yeah. It, oh, yeah. Was, same exact yes, idea. Yeah. Shot out of it. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So that was that was definitely cool. Uh, she was just a. She was just a. I don't know if I liked her character. I think that she was just very flat. Yeah. Like she's just very chested or just both. Uh, both. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like she's very flat chested there's, there's and she's there. very um, flat. I, I mean, I, I, got, her... I drink more IPAs than her, so I probably got bigger. Yeah, yeah you probably do. She really do. had no personality through the entire movie. Yeah. Why does this surprise you? I've been telling you this for forever. She is the boringest actress. It's insane. With just her stupid mouth open the whole time. Like that's I don't know how she gets work. Yeah, she has these teeth that like hang out. You know, I don't know. It's a weird, it's a weird thing that she does with it. She just yeah, constantly breathes through her mouth. I'm like, 
dude, fucking learn how to breathe through your nose. Like, what? What is the matter? What's the... <laughs> <laughs> like? I'm Kristen Stewart. <laughs> like, enough. So, Jesus. Kat, we got we got to get to the. You said you had some very controversial takes on this movie, so yeah. I'm just curious what those are. You haven't clearly you haven't said any of them yet. Because <laughs> if you did. have, then did I? You did. Yeah. I think the controversial take was that she didn't like it. <laughs> oh, like that was the, yes. That was the that's hot what take. you had that's, the whole day. Yeah. The whole day was I was waiting for this like bombshell, <laughs> and it's just. No, nope. you didn't like nope. the movie. So yeah. how no, I just, you you were propping it up like you were going to say like Jesus this movie was better Christ. than Alien or like just, um, next well, time, Kat, I, you can just tell us that you didn't like the movie. I haven't Fine. seen Alien. I don't think. Yeah, Joe, you grab me a Bud Light. So I, I can't. Seen Alien. Yeah, I think that's one of the ones I haven't Christ. seen. Oh I know. my god, Ugh. I'm sorry. You don't have to be sorry, but next time you have a controversial take, can you make sure it's, I don't know. Well, I just didn't think that, I mean, it was, yes. I mean, I think, Andrew, you said, you know, it was a good movie to see at the movies. Yeah. Would I see it again? Probably not. No, but I have no desire to watch that movie. It was not anymore. a total waste of my, you know, ticket. Oh, I, I, I mean, don't I... find it to be a waste. And especially the Wareham Theater is friggin' way awesome. So, I have I this mean, in my notes, and guys... It is the best horror movie that I've seen in 2020. Well, yeah. Oh, The other, the other stinkhole movie we saw was The Grudge, and that movie sucked. Well, so let's make predictions. All... By the end of the year, will this be in the top ten? This will be in my top ten for sure. No, hundred percent, absolutely. Just movies. Or this, movies is or kind, this is my kind. This is my kind of movie. Okay. Yeah, but yeah, sure. Best. We're talk, we're a horror movie podcast. Yeah, so not top ten horror. movies. Top ten horror. Well, movies. series too. Series. Yeah. Series. Yeah, like Castle Rock. No, we're saying movies. No, no, no. Movies. Movies. So M O V I E S. Good job. Spells and spell. Movies. <laughs> so I feel like I already know the answer to this. Uh, we usually ask about cast replacements. Andrew, who would you replace Kristen Stewart with? Who would have been better in that role? They would have also shut their mouth. (laughs) I got to think about that because I never really thought of who I would replace her with. Mm -hmm. I just would have replaced her with somebody. So mm, let me think for a minute. We'll go around the table and I'll probably have no answer, but... I would replace her with the girl from the oranges, Orange is the New Black, the one that looks just like her, because Why does that matter? She's, fu- she's more funny. She's way more funny. Nothing about this been, movie is comedy. But it would have yeah. been hilarious so that doesn't make any if sense. there was a person who actually like was like, yeah, guys, we're going yeah, to fucking die the, out no, here. No, that's the writing. <laughs> like, so you, I mean, you would have to change the whole you change the script the if you well yeah if you had a different actor that's why you pick an actor for the part so you could so if I, I were mean, to change the actor could I could we have just the part. could we I you know who I would have replaced her with who if you were going to go comedy horror comedy horror, I would just put Jack Black <laughs> been, Jack Black <laughs> would have been awesome so comedic actors actually work pretty well in horror movies there's been a few of those in like horror movies that have been released the last couple of years like. like so Danny McBride was in Alien Covenant. He was actually really good in that, and he uh, Bill co- he, he co-wrote oh, Bill Hader and and, um... and it was it, it Chapter Two was awesome. But Danny McBride also uh, co-wrote the Halloween remake. Did he really? Yeah, he did. No, but Bill Hader and what Barry? It is Barry technically. What is no, Barry? Barry's no, we're a... talking about it too. We're yeah, Bar- about... Bill Hader was in it too. He was in it it Chapter Two. Yeah. Oh yeah. But he was also in Barry. Yeah, well, Barry's a phenomenal show, but it's but not is that horror. why he's an assassin? Well, I mean, I it's guess not. it's a it's a it's a action comedy show. I wouldn't okay. call it horror. All right. I mean, he kills a lot of people, so may, maybe. I love that show, um, Barry. <laughs> so uh, the 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 girl that played Emily, who was the female in the couple that got saved at the end, 
I thought she was the worst character in the Oh, she thing. sucked. She was terrible. She was like, oh, I'm I don't want to do this. I can't do this. I'm so Which, sad. I'm hey, girl, I understand that you're in a horrifying situation, but it's either you try and survive or you fucking die. Yeah, but there's always, so you got to have somebody it, like yeah, that. My biggest be? question is when um, Kristen Stewart got to that drill place and she was sitting there like in the shower and hanging out in this like place by herself. How, what was the time lapse there? Like, how long did she leave the other two of them out yeah, there for? Yeah, because like, they, they were definitely still, she, because, it, it seemed it seemed like they meant to imply there was a pretty good amount of right, time passed. And they were all in limited oxygen and those and people were hanging out, out there, there and like, I'm like, with the monsters. And I'm like, how did that happen? Yeah, that was definitely, okay, well, again, this isn't a movie that's, you know. Supposed to be, you know, There's, fucking Citizen Kane. Yeah, this is a monster this isn't movie. This is going to be January. up for an Oscar. No, or, yeah, it's but a that's definitely movie. a plot hole. Sure, I I agree. Um, so yeah, I, I would have. I mean, I guess I'll pick an actress that I could have seen her replace with. Yeah, like, uh, Who? I don't know. Fucking anybody would have been better. Really? You're Kate. not you're not replacing Kristen Stewart? No, I would have left her. She's fine. I mean, what, what do you want? Sigourney? You, you replaced... want Sigourney Weaver? What the Sigourney you, Weaver? No, but you would have. You don't want to replace. Kristen Stewart? No, no I don't. I thought she was broad. fine. The 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 the, the oh, girlfriend. The other chick? Yeah, Emily was her name in the movie. I don't know. Kate Beckinsale to just say somebody. No, who actually I think would have been better than <laughs> Kristen just Stewart. Bro, Kate Beckinsale. I can't remember her fucking name. Uh, the Harry Potter chick. Uh, oh, uh, Hermione. Yeah, what's her name? Emma, Emma Watson. Watson. Yeah, Hermione. Sure. Hermione. I think she's a solid actress. Sure. Okay. That I works. could see her in that strong female role. You could give her a butch haircut, and she'd mm-hmm. look pretty hot. Okay. I'm sure that's offensive. I mean, I don't think so. <laughs> I don't know. Um, Jesus fine. Christ. If you're offended by that, get over yourself. Just live a little bit, will you, for Christ's sake? I um, like short haircuts on girls, so... <coughs> I See, I, I can say that then, because I'm not being offensive. Right? Right. No, you're not being offensive. You're not being offensive. Okay. Offensive. Well, keep, I don't really keep, give a fuck if I am anyways. A lot of jump scares in this movie. We love uh, haunted attractions on this podcast. Could you see this movie turning into haunted attraction of any kind yes i was actually thinking that while i was watching the movie mm-hmm. um the only thing is that what would be really cool is if you actually had a haunted attraction where you could like wade through water <laughs> which like would never happen for liability purposes i mean you well could, someone could drown in there in like so two seconds they There's can no way they can they can fake that a little bit so do you remember last year when we walked through barrett's yeah but you we walk were... through like a fog machine you're not right walking no no no, no, no. but but water. it has like it has like a, a a laser layer where the fog stops so you can only see like from your waist right. above like, that's almost a way to replicate that. Yes. Um, Except that they're completely submerged. But it would be... Right, yeah. So you couldn't, you couldn't do, obviously, you couldn't put on, like, a fucking diving suit it and would walk be through a haunted house. It would be scarier but... if you could use real My water. My to differ. I don't think any of those scenes were shot underwater. Well, the ones where they actually are showing the actors in water, they're in water. Mm, are they? Because the only thing that... Like, if you do a really dark space and you just have some... Like, remember, uh, what was that movie? Silent Hill? Yeah. Where you have, like, the snowflakes yes. kind of coming down? Yes. It's the same thing. Essentially, you're just in a suit, and the only way that you can tell that you're actually in water is the little particles floating around. I'd be right. really curious. I don't know. I'm just saying I don't think that you necessarily have to shoot a movie in the water to get that effect. Right? I mean, I don't think Because how so. difficult would that be to shoot that underwater? It's, it's very hard to pull off the effect of being underwater. I know there's been a couple of haunted houses the last couple of years. One Titanic was at uh, one was at Universal Orlando. One was Titanic. at Knott's Berry Farm in California, where Titanic. 
give you the illusion that you're underwater, and they have like a lot of like lights that are making it seem like like the lights reflecting off the water and stuff. So you look around the walls and you can. Oh no, see I get. It. But I'm saying like the filming of this movie doesn't. I don't think they necessarily filmed it underwater. Oh well, I think so. Like when they're when they're in like the pressure locks, like those areas. Well, where yeah, they that's fill up clearly water. water those, yes. yeah, those are. In but water. when they're just walking around on the sea, yeah, I don't floor, know. Maybe they're in like a tank with a green screen around them or oh, something. Oh yeah, they, they have had to. to be. Have I, I don't know. Well, they're not six miles. No, I know that. No, I don't know. Of course not. <laughs> Who's to say they're even in water? <laughs> what do you mean they're Movie not? In, they're in water. They're totally in water. I mean, I'd be interested. I would be shocked if they weren't. I wouldn't. Why would that shock you? How would you film an underwater thing if you weren't in water? Because what tells you that you're underwater in that? What There's makes different you... textures that like just no, not really. The... Watch if you really watch it, you just see little particles floating around, which probably aren't even there. You could just throw. Some I think dust there was down. a good amount of it that was shot underwater, and they were in a tank that was probably maybe. twenty feet. And maybe deep. it was yeah. like a maybe it was like a jelly tank. Maybe they put gelatin in it, and so it was hard to like move around, and like particles stuck a little bit. Like they, you know what I mean? Like made the water more dense so that if people were dropping I mean, particles down they'd be moving around i don't know i'm sure Ho- i'm sure hollywood could do it if that they would be interesting. I, I, I bet you there's no water all right well i guess we'll have to see because actually <laughs> I, okay. so I, I went on imdb like i usually do to see if there was any trivia about this movie or anything about how they filmed it and they were like literally three things and none of them were interesting like one of the facts <laughs> it was like labeled as a spoiler fact was none of this movie takes place above land and i was like well no fucking shit it's like <laughs> underwater you fucking moron like whoever the fuck put that in there uh, but anyway i i think you know if you could create the illusion that you're underwater this has enough booze and jump scares and some monsters that are about the right size Did where you, you, you could turn booze? this booze booze like a boo not oh yes. i was like they didn't drink at all they found an empty liquor yeah tj miller picks up an empty bottle and he says what a shame and that was yeah i wish i, I wish i had that uh, full bottle when i was in the theater there but I think, you know, you could maybe turn it into a haunted house. I don't think it's going to. No. Uh, this was not a universal movie, so they don't have the rights to it, so it probably won't be at Halloween Horror Nights anytime soon. So you probably coolest, won't see an underwater haunted house, but uh The coolest you know, could scene be okay. I thought that would be cool in a haunted house is if like they keep the next group like behind and they have like a hallway or something and then when the hallway lights turn off so quickly when the power goes. Mm-hmm. That was really cool. If you could have, like, a hallway behind you and all of a sudden, like, the yeah. lights start turning off, that would be terrifying. That would be sweet. I, I, would, I would walk through there, 100%. All right, so uh, any final thoughts on Underwater, you guys? I mean... Don't all speak at once. Go to the movies to go see it if you probably. don't have anything else to go see. But um, otherwise, you can wait till it's on Netflix. Well, it won't be on Netflix, <laughs> but you can wait. Might, Why wouldn't it be on Netflix? Could be. Well, yeah, it will eventually. You could just rent three it. Three for... years. Not three years. Like a few months. Dude, on movies Netflix? turn no, over no. so like fast right now. It would be at least a year before a it's year? on Netflix. You can rent yeah. it. Secret Life of Pets 2 is just on Netflix right now. I'm so excited to watch it. Yeah, that movie it. came out, like, how long ago? Two I don't know. Ago, no, was it two years ago? I feel like, no, I feel like the I delay, the I feel summer. like it's usually at least at least six to eight months I think before it was over the summer. Netflix. Probably closer to a year. I don't know. I mean, I, I think it came out up. over the summer. I remember, I remember your sister saying she was going to go see it. Okay. Well, maybe it did. I have no idea, but. What are we talking about? Secret Life Secret of Pets? Secret Life of Pets 2. I'm not sure what that has to do with anything, but. Well. Well, it's the only horror podcast where you can have Secret Life of Pets 2 discussion. Good. Secret Life of Otis. <laughs> Makes us different from everybody else, it I does. would say. I would say so. 
All right, so I think that's going to do it for us tonight on America's Hometown Horror. Thanks again for listening. Uh, my name is Mike. I'm here with Andrew. I'm here with Kat. We're here with Otis, the official hound dog. Otis, speak. Of America's Hometown speak. Horror. Speak. 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 Of course, now he's not going to talk after all all the noise he's been made good. during this whole podcast. Speak. He didn't make that much oh, noise. Oh, my God. Anyway, here's where you can find us. You can speak. find us on Twitter, at Hometown Horror. You can find us on Instagram, at Hometown Horror Pod. You can find us on Letterboxd uh, at America's Hometown Horror. You can also email us at hometownhorrorpodcast at gmail.com. And here's where you can find our podcasts on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts. We have Podcasts, a website too now. Castbox, no, it's- wherever else you get your uh, podcasts. And we will, I know I've said this the last couple of episodes, we will very shortly be releasing our website, which was designed by uh, Kat, who's extremely talented. She's done the Thanks. whole thing herself. It looks fantastic. We're going to have a blog on there so we can uh, share some short stories, other things that we're going to write uh, on there. We we'll hope you'll check it out. And thanks again for listening.